Hello, and welcome to Mystery Mystics and Metaphysics. I am your host, Geraldine St. Joseph. Today, we're going to talk about meditation and connecting to spirit. So basically what we're talking about when we're talking about meditation and connecting to spirit is how we utilize meditation as a tool to help us connect more deeply with spirit. You may call it the universe. You may say the all that is. You may say God. And spirit has a lot of names. Spirit is also a part of us or we are a part of it. It is the larger, more expansive part of our natures, the unknowable God, as they would say. I know so many people who tell me that they can't meditate because they can't get their mind clear or they just, you know, they can't sit still for that long, a million reasons. Truth of the matter is most people can't clear their minds. That doesn't happen, not a thing. Some people can, but not many. And all the time that I've been doing this, which has probably been 30 years or so, I've met maybe two people whose minds can be blank. And those people have been practicing for decades. It is not a necessity. You can meditate. Meditation does not mean sitting with your legs crossed going, boom. Although that can be a wonderful part of meditation and a wonderful type. There are as many different types of meditation as there are people on earth because you need to find what works for you. What is the object of meditation? The object of meditation is to become quiet enough to be able to sense your own being, your energy and the energy around you and to connect to the all that is. Some people, when they pray, they are doing a type of meditation. When I first got involved in all this, I was told that prayer is a one-way conversation. Meditation is two. So you're lifting up your prayers and you're speaking to the all that is, the presence. And then you're listening for an answer or looking for an answer or feeling for an answer. How do we all Meditate, what are some of the best ways to start? Most people will tell you to focus on the breath. If you're neurotic like me, that's not good. <laughs> Every time somebody told me to do that, then I would start, am I breathing right? Am I breathing too much? Am I breathing too deep? Oh, I'm not on the same you know, count as they are. And just having to focus on my breath brought me too far into the body for myself. So that has never been a good one for me. I like to start my meditations with a few cleansing breaths and we wanna calm down the body. So one of the best ways to do that is by deep breathing. But I find that if you're focusing too much on the breath, that's where you get stuck. So for me and others like me, one of the easiest ways is you only do three to five counts of deep breath. So you breathe in as deep as you can, you hold it for a couple seconds, and then you breathe out very slowly. When you breathe out slowly, you are signaling to your body that you are safe and that it is okay to relax. It lowers your blood pressure, it helps you calm down, and it helps relax your mind because then you're not like all over the place necessarily. 
Once we do this, I generally like to start with the white light meditation. So I'm getting ahead of myself. So how did I learn how to meditate? Well, I tried the breathing stuff, but what worked for me were sounds and visuals. So, so far as sounds go, I would have either, um, I would listen to the ocean or I would have classical music going. I would have some kind of rhythmic sound that I was listening to. It also works for me, white noise will work for me also. Because I lived in the city and there was always noise right outside the window and there was always that potential for like hearing gunshots and things like that. For me, like it was deadening the other sound around me so that I could focus on something. So listening to a sound like it's, I love the ticking of a clock or it could be, you know, if you ever see one of those games with all the, the silver balls and you hit the one ball and then they go back and forth, it could be a metronome. It could be anything that is rhythmic so that it gets you, it lulls you into a sense of security and it gives you something to focus on that is, that is apparently there. The second thing I did besides sound was visuals. So one of the first things that I was taught was, now you can't see it that well because of the way that the lighting is in here, but to look at the top of a flame and focus on the top of a flame because the flame will dance and jump a little bit, but it doesn't move so much that it's, it, it breaks your concentration. It moves just enough to hold your concentration. So focusing on the tip of a flame, breathing deeply and watching the flame helped me calm down and get into the meditative state. If you don't have a flame handy or um, you wanna do something a little bit different, the other thing um, that I like to do is use gemstones. Now, anyone who, has, who knows me knows that I like these, I don't know if you could see it, but there's a little window here. A window is like a break in the gemstone. And when there's a window, you can gaze into the gemstone. Also, if you have a gemstone that has inclusions, um, they're called, what is the name of them? Phantoms, they're called phantoms and crystals where there's either other colors, some of them may have cracks and, and that'll be, that'll, you'll see like the rainbows in them. Um, but it's all these unique properties in the different gemstones that you can focus on. So when I have a gemstone and it has a window like this, I tend to focus on and project myself into the window. And when you do that, you can imagine like this is a honey calcite. You can imagine yourself inside the honey calcite and how soothing that is because you can feel how soothing that is when you're holding it. And it gives you a sense of relaxation and relief. When you're using gemstones, you can also use them so that you're gaining their energy. So this is one of my favorites to use. I'm showing you two calcite. This is golden calcite. And I put this at my solar plexus, which is right at the bottom of my sternum. And what calcite does is it aligns all your chakras. So energetically, you feel more in alignment. And the other thing that it does is it will, it's just soothing, but it's also very powerful. 
So having calcite on or around you during meditation can be very powerful. It'll help you project and it'll help you to um, really expand your energy and, and see where it reaches. Another thing you could use are crystal balls. This is one of my latest acquisitions. It is pyrite. And this obviously has several windows, but it's very um, ornate, I'm gonna call it. Like it has all these different chips and different places where it sparkles and it's reflective. It has all these different things that I can focus on to utilize in meditation. It's also heavy, so I can feel it in my hands. And when I would meditate, I could either stare at it or I can, it's like just the right size to put in my palm. There are also things called palm stones, which of course I don't have in front of me right at the moment, but I can show you later on. Palm, sto palm stones are smooth and they're meant to fit right in the palm of your hand. So those are nice to hold and they're very soothing. It's almost like uh, I compare it to those weighted jackets, not jackets, blankets that they have. And when you have the weighted blanket, it kind of is soothing because there's a sense of security. The other thing you can do with a crystal ball is just gaze into the crystal ball and see what you see. Like this crystal ball seems pretty clear, but you can see there is um, a couple pieces of salt in it, which are kind of cool. This is poured crystal. So it's not shaped from a big piece of crystal. It, it was melted down and then poured into a mold. Um, but any of these things can be helpful when you're learning how to meditate. Again, you need to find what works best for you. You have something that brings you in and brings you out. So when we're doing meditation, so I'm here, a lot of times what I like to use is my bell. I love this bell. Some people prefer crystal bells. Some people like the bowls. And you can do a meditation using um, the crystal bowls or the um, metal bowls where they, they speak to each other and they'll start listening to one another and the different vibrations do different things to you physically. That is very helpful in helping you feel more connected. Another thing that I, I really like to do if I'm in a group is if you say a mantra or you say the same prayer or you say the same phrase, however you want to put it, and if you're saying things at the same time around one another, you will start to feel the vibration inside of you. And it's very, I wanna say intense, but not intense in a bad way. It, it helps you to recognize that you are part of the whole because everybody feels that vibration and helps build up the sensation of being part of the all that is. So my favorite meditation that I, tend to always start with is called the white light meditation. The white light is pure, unconditional love. It is the light of source. It is part of the all that is. It is what creates everything. It is pure energy. What we do with that, um, one of the easiest ways to think of it is to think of it as like looking like the sun because it's that golden white above your head and that energy, energy, and you imagine it, if you can visualize it, then do so, but not everyone can visualize. So you can just talk yourself through it or even better, 
have a guided meditation that you listen to. There are so many apps now. There's so much online. I have several online. I even did a CD at one point of, um, I think I have five different types of meditations on it to help bring you to a sense of feeling more whole and more connected. So what is it that makes us feel connected? The sense of connection comes with feeling like you're in the flow. And when you feel like you're in the flow, it seems like it's easier to make decisions. Um, there's more confidence there. There's a sense of being in alignment. All these things um, can come and go. It's very easy to get knocked off of that. At times, um, things that knock you off very quickly are things like drinking, um, doing any type of, of meds that your body doesn't need, doing anything that's going to poison the body will sink it further down into the body and thus pull it away from that connection. So if you really want to feel the connection, there's a sense of cleanliness that goes along with it. Because if your body is combating um, different toxins, it's not available for you to tap into that energy and utilize it in order to actually project or um, connect with source or connect with a loved one, it, it tends to drain the body of the energies that are needed to do higher level work. So what you want to do is be careful of what you're around and what is going on around you. And one of the things I want to say that you guys will probably laugh at me about is electronics and the radiation that comes from electronics. You need to be careful, especially when you're sleeping, you have to give your body a break. So don't ever sleep with the phone under your head unless you have a stalker that you're afraid is going to jump in at any minute and you need the phone right there. If at all possible, keep the phone away from your head. If at all possible, keep it out of the bedroom. Um, no TVs, no computers in the bedroom, if at all possible. I understand I lived in Hawaii for a long time. That was not possible because your bedroom was your living room a lot of times. But if you can't keep it away from you, then what you want to do is use things like this, which will help you to dampen that radiation and will help protect your body. There's shungite and neumite. There's um, black tourmaline, um, and all of these can help shield you from all that radiation if you cannot like get it away from you physically. Here's another good one. I should have dug this out earlier <laughs> before I lit the candle. Um, this is organite. Now, this particular one that I have in my hand, it has um, copper, it has a little bit of pyrite. It has um, amethyst and it has a clear quartz crystal. I don't know if you can see it. And it has a tree of life on the front. So what organite does is organite like expands the energetic of whatever is contained in it. And like, it's almost like baking a cake where different, uh, you could have different shapes. You could have different, um, things put into it. 
per what you feel that you need or what you're attracted to. And organite is also a very good enhancer of positive energy and it helps to block some of the, the negative energy and some of the radiation, it clears the area. So that's what those are. Now, so far as guided meditations, you need to find a, a meditation that you feel like you can really get into and also someone whose voice helps you get there. So I've listened to many, many different meditations and some people's voices will allow me to get into the meditation and other people's voices like grind on my ears like nails on a chalkboard. So you need to find what works for you. I think the number one law of metaphysics is find what works for you because there's always more than one way to get where you need to go, always. There are so many different practices all over the world that there's no reason why you should feel that you have to do just this one thing. And even once you've mastered one thing, if you want to try different ways to do it. So something else with meditation that most people don't recognize is that you do not need to be sitting still. There is ecstatic dance. There is a walking meditation. There is movement meditation. For myself, I am a multitasker. So if I'm in meditation and I know that the laundry needs to be done, I'm thinking about the laundry. So how do you connect the two? Well, you can have a guided meditation on or some kind of rhythmic music on or something like that. And you can meditate as you're folding laundry because it's a rhythmic thing. You could do it while you're doing the dishes. You could do it while you're sweeping. I love to meditate while I'm sweeping the floor or scrubbing the bathroom. All these things you could do. And then you have the added bonus of feeling like you're doing something. You can also meditate to music where you're swaying with the music and you're allowing yourself to move because if your body wants to move, let it move. When we hold ourselves back is when uh, things get difficult and we feel like we didn't get anywhere because we keep pulling ourselves back to correcting ourselves. And that's something we need to really learn to let go of because there is no one right way to meditate. That being said, if you're in a group of people and everybody else is sitting down and not moving and you moving might disrupt them, then you're with the wrong group. Whereas if everybody's doing their own thing and everybody's in the zone, that's fine. Be conscious and conscientious of those around you. So back to source, back to spirit. When we are connecting to spirit, um, like I said, one of the best ways I find is doing the white light meditation. The white light meditation is both cleansing and protective and empowering. There are other meditations that you could do that are very helpful also in shamanic journeying amongst other things. There's a meditation that I teach where we pull down from source, which would be uh, the galactic center into the body and you go down into your central sun. And here we connect to the earth's core, which is also molten and hot. And from there we connect to the, the sun of our universe. 
So as all those get connected, then the sun of the universe connects back to the central sun, the universal source. And when you make that kind of a, um, a connection and circuit, then you have all that different kind of energy flowing through you and around you. And that can be a very powerful meditation. Another good way to connect with source is to do things in nature. To be in the ocean is awesome. But just to be on the sand and have your feet wet, just to take a bath in sea salt water or to take a shower with sea salt, to be barefoot on grass, to be around trees and touch them and speak to them and let them know. A study just came out about uh, the way, the languaging of trees and that basically we've been wrong. Trees do feel, they do sense and they do speak. It's just that most people don't understand them because they don't take the time to listen. And we wanna believe that things that we utilize and treat like it's not alive, like it's nothing, even though it's obviously alive, we wanna believe like it, while you're not hurting anything, you are hurting something. And we need to be more conscious of that, especially now. I'm getting off my soapbox now. So when you want to really connect with spirit, to really focus on your center, on your solar plexus is a good place. Also the third eye and the crown are places where we connect with source. So we're gonna do a little um, journey. We could do a little connection journey. And then you'll have this recording so you go back to it. And I will try to mark in the recording exactly where it is, where we start with that. Okay, so sit down, get comfy. Take a deep breath. Hold it. And release slowly. Now, whenever we do these guided meditations, if you really get deep in it, there are times where you might lose the voice. And that's okay, just follow the energy. The energy is what is important, okay? And again, take a deep breath. And release. Relax. We feel the tops of our heads. It opens. And the white light of the galactic center, golden white, enters us through the tops of our heads. We feel its warmth and its, and its luminance. Feel it as it fills your head and down your throat into your shoulders and your lungs, down your arms, down your torso, your hips, fills your legs and out your feet. 
See yourself as glowing from within. Feel your solar plexus expand and brighten and feel the energy of source moving through you, releasing all negativity, empowering you. And through your feet, the light of source and the light of you reaches deep into Mother Gaia, into her heart, her core, and we are connected. Feel all this as it courses through you, empowering, empowering, balancing, and protecting. Now from your solar plexus, imagine a beam of white light going from you to our sun. You are connected to Mother Earth, Source, and the sun. And the sun then connects back to Mother Earth's core. into the galactic center. Feel the energy as it runs through you, cleansing and empowering you. Feel your energy as you connect with the earth, sun, stars, and the galactic center. Feel yourself in connection with the all that is. Feel the living things around you. People, pets, plants, crystals, Mother Earth. Feel her vibration and her heartbeat. Feel the warmth and the nourishment of the sun. And feel the pure creation energy the central sun, the galactic center. This energy is bestowed upon you and between us. To create brilliance. yourself as glowing from within, see your energy body expanding, growing, 
and ask Source, what is my task? What is my soul meant to do in this place and this time in this body? I ask that I can integrate the lessons that I've learned from all time and all dimensions, from all levels of existence, that I may have wisdom to walk my path in this existence. Back into your physical body, taking a deep breath, letting it out slowly. Our connection remains. We take in only as much as we can handle. And feel your toes and your fingers, arms, your legs shoulders and your head. You are pulling back in your body now. Still connected with source and in the flow. Amen. So I hope you like that one. And we're going to stop the recording now because now it's time for the people who showed up to ask questions. And to let me know if I forgot anything. <laughs> Have a great day. Again, this is Psychic Intuitive Geraldine St. Joseph. This is Mystery, Mystics, and Metaphysics. And if you're interested in working with me and learning more about self-empowerment, then please go to my website, relationshipcoachgsj.com. Thanks. Have a great night. Blessings.